Every one of you who confesses Jesus as Lord of the universe signs up for a significance beyond anything you ever dreamed. And I mean business men and women here, homemakers, students. To belong to Jesus is to embrace the nations. Your heart was made for this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Made for Missions podcast, a ministry of 1-8 Catalyst, where we are pursuing the completion of the Great Commission worldwide. To learn more about our work or to listen to previous episodes, please visit our website at 1-8, spelled out in word form, catalyst.org. That's 1-8-catalyst.org. Thanks for joining us. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us for this, the 78th episode of the Made for Missions podcast. I am your host, Mike Falkenstein, here again with my co-host, Ken Watmore. And uh, Ken, we got a little bit of uh, snow here in Denver, and uh, at least early in the morning, it makes it a little harder to get around, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. I think uh, it's it can be a little challenging, and I think some people experience that on the highway today, for sure. <laughs> That's right, until they kind of get stuff. But, you know, we're, uh, what are we into? Well, into March, and so we just have a couple more months, and yeah, that's kind we, of the flip side around here. Uh, our summers are pretty nice, so no doubt it's about worth it. it, isn't it? We've almost had summer all winter this year, so. <laughs> yeah, we really we, have. We really needed the snow. Yeah, we did. We really did. So, Ken, in this episode of our podcast, I thought what we'd do is talk a little bit about the Jesus Film Project, a ministry of what used to be called Campus Crusade, and I always have a hard time with this. Now their ministry is just called Crew, and I was just down in Orlando at their headquarters and met with some of their folks. And so with 1-8 Catalyst, really the, the reason that I met with them is that, you know, in our four-step process in reaching unreached and unengaged people groups worldwide as a part of our evangelism piece, we definitely would love to, and we plan on using the Jesus Film Project as a as a key and integral part in that process. Part of that for us, Ken, is just that uh, we've just seen, I've seen, and uh, we'll talk today about some of the stories, but in terms of what God's done through the Jesus Film Project and how that's worked, that's pretty exciting stuff. So what do you know? We haven't we haven't even talked about this, but what do you know about the Jesus film? Are you pretty familiar with it? You know, I, I guess I could say I'm, I'm pretty familiar be, only because I've heard stories over the years of how the film has impacted so many lives and introduced people to Christ um, all over the world. Uh, mm-hmm. and I think... Uh, to, to that extent, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think I'm too familiar with the history of, you know, the who decided who, you know, how did they put it together? Oh, right. Wh- whose idea was it? How did they first start to expand and get in different languages? All that kind of stuff. I think that's interesting, and uh, you know, there's, uh, there's different things in, in the the world of ministry where most people would say, yeah, I, I've heard of that or know of that, right? Like, I mean, you. In the world of ministry, you don't say, "Yeah, I, um, Billy Graham, who?" or you know, <laughs> right. um, Greg Laurie, who? You know, I think when you get into something like the the Jesus film, people would go, "Oh yeah, I've heard of the Jesus film for sure." You know, because it's one of those monumental uh, endeavors, right? That's yeah. had a huge, huge impact. Yeah, so, yeah. That's but right. to the extent that uh, that I know is, I, I know, I know it's impacted 
probably millions of people all over the the world. Yeah, that's right. It really has. And so, so yeah, I thought it'd be good for us to be able to sort of highlight it, given that it's going to be an integral part of our ministry. And again, I just met with the folks down in Orlando. So Ken, let me just go through quickly a little bit about what it is. So let's kind of highlight the 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 project itself. So it is now the the most accurate depiction of the life of Christ that's ever been produced. So they did five years of painstaking research. The Jesus film was it was filmed in 1978, over 200 locations in the Holy Land. So they did, they did it right in Israel. Uh, the cast included more than 5,000 people, and nearly every word spoken by Christ is taken directly from Scripture. So we'll talk a lot about this over this this um, this episode, but the Jesus film is based on the book of Luke. And so, you know, when you're doing Bible translation projects, you know, kind of that first, second, third book that you want to be able to do is actually the book of Luke so that the Jesus film folks can come in and begin to do their you know, their process. So the Jesus film was released in October of 1979. This film about Jesus of Nazareth is taken, as I mentioned, from the New Testament Gospel of Luke and follows his life from birth to death. His parents, Mary and Joseph, have have a strong uh, presence, of course, in his early life. And, you know, as a later as a young adult, Jesus begins to realize his destiny and his apostles are gradually assembled. I mean, these very things we see that happen through the book of Luke, you know, see, uh, we see Peter come about. And so, and then eventually, of course, he must face his crucifixion, which leads to his resurrection. So it follows very closely the uh, the book of Luke. The Jesus film has now been translated into just a little over 1,600 languages, which is pretty cool. Uh, this is all according to their the Jesus Film website. There have been over seven and a half million viewings. More than five hundred and thirty million people have indicated decisions for Christ following a film showing. And so we'll talk a little bit about Ken about more about how how that normally works. But and they what they say is a little over two million churches planted because of the. Jesus film. So just right from its from those stats, it kind of reaffirms what you said, Ken. I mean, really has had quite an impact, hadn't it? Yeah, I think so. And I think probably some when it says 7.5 million viewings, I think part of the thing to recognize too is that especially in other countries, um, it's it's probably remarkable to some of us who haven't seen this. Um, I've only seen it in either documentary or, you know, just maybe a live TV version or, mm-hmm. or, or a capturing of a moment. But the, some of these viewings have tens of thousands of oh, people. Oh yeah. Lots uh, of people. There. It's, it's remarkable how huge the crowds can be. And I think that's something to note here too, and not to get off that subject at all, but just yeah. that when the gospel is presented in other countries, it seems it really is like the, uh, the revivals that we were privy to see with a guy like Billy Graham here. I mean, these are right. ginormous gatherings yeah, of right. people. And uh, That's it's right. just, it always struck me as curious, right? Why, why not here? Uh-huh. Um, why not that same size of gathering here? Except for you do see it with guys like Billy Graham or, you know, Greg Laurie does tend to, through his harvest festival and things like that, mm-hmm. it t- tends to get these pretty large crowds. And a lot of people do hear the message. Just curious. 
Yeah, yeah, it's very curious. And so I think the when I think about the Jesus film, Ken, at least for me, the kind of the the part of the magic in that is that you're really seeing, you know, the story of Christ unfold in film in a lot of ways that in film, as we all know, I mean, there's a reason that the film industry is so popular around the world. There's just something about that visual media that uh, means easy to watch. And the Jesus film, of course, was uh, is very well done. And so then what they're doing is they're taking that same, you know, the Jesus film originally was recorded and filmed in English. And so that was actually the very first Jesus film was in English. And then as they're doing these additional languages, then they're just, you know, dubbing over the English into their, you know, their native language. And so that's the other part is that these people around the world get to see and hear uh, the language in, I mean, the uh, film in their own language, right? So that's, of course, the, the magic of it. And there's a lot of stories we could tell. I just personally have talk to, in fact, I was just, when I was in Orlando with the folks, I, my primary reason was to be with the folks with Wycliffe. And, you know, one of the guys who is now in their executive team was actually a missionary pilot for many, many years. And so he has a number of stories of bringing in the, you know, landing in a place, bringing in the Jesus film. They'd have a sheet, you know, where they would uh, use one of the wings of the plane to hang the sheet down and they'd show the film. And so that's the other magic part of it, I think, is that it's very portable, right? As long right. as you can, as long as you can get into a place, you can show the Jesus film. And so, Ken, a number of years ago, probably five or six years ago, when we had a lot of activity in Houston, I attended a series of meetings where ministries would come and they'd they'd present their ministry and people would give um, businessmen, Houston businessmen would give input and we had an opportunity to do that with our ministry in China. And I got to sit in on one of these meetings where there's a subsidiary ministry of the Jesus film that's just called Jesus Film Harvest Partners. And so what the Harvest Partners do is they actually uh, have created this little backpack. And so the backpack has a small projector, which, you know, these days a small projector can still be a pretty clear Oh, projector, yeah, for sure. you know, that already has the Jesus film loaded on it. It has a foldable screen. And so, you know, these screens that kind of can fold up almost like a, a tent, you know, that can fold up really tight. So these screens fold up really tight and then they just can give these backpacks to evangelists that go up into the, the mountains of the Philippines or the, there was one story about, uh, in the middle East, they showed it where the, uh, the, as the as Jesus was being crucified, one of the tribal leaders had a sword and went up to the. He was trying to defend Jesus. You know, he, it was just very emotional when you you know when a lot of these people see the the Jesus film. And so that's I think that's the other part of this that's so great is it's so portable for a very affordable price. You can get these backpacks, and then they were raising money for uh, motorcycles for these guys to be able to take it into the jungles and, you know, you can really, as long as you can get it translated into a language yeah, you know, you can get it just about anywhere. That's remarkable. Yeah, it really is. It really is cool. And so, and of course that's part of for one, eight catalyst part of what we're so excited about is 
that as we're doing now work within unreached and unengaged people groups, you know, the interest already just mentioning this film is incredible. I mean, it's just amazing how how God has is using this. It's just so it's cool to be a part of too, because as we do Bible translation, then we'll be able to take the book of Luke and they they'll, they come in and do the. And I'm trying to remember now from my time in Orlando, but um, oh, I remember now. So when I was with the the Jesus film folks, they had mentioned to me that when they do a full cast, so to speak, into a new language, they're looking for, there are actually 120 different parts that they need voice actors for. And so, which in some cases they can do it. In some cases, there literally may not be 120 people, Mm. you know, that are interested in participating. And so, so, you know, but once you have the, the visual part, the film done, then it's just a matter of getting it into that uh, language. So, Ken, what I thought I would do is just to kind of highlight again the impact that the Jesus film has. I've taken a story directly from the Jesus film website, so which you can go to crew.org and then do a search for the Jesus film, and uh, anyone listening who's interested in learning more about them, of course, you can go directly to the website. But I thought I would sort of summarize this story uh, that they had in eastern Madagascar, Ken. So the story goes, the in the middle of a thick forest in eastern Madagascar, the people in Maralambo, if I'm pronouncing that right, had waited for years to have the Jesus film in their own language. The language is called Mal- Malagasy. Their town was so remote that from the early 1970s until 2006, there had not been a single vehicle in the village. The road had been impassable for decades, and even now it's rare for a car to make the trip. So they brought in a small plane that was able to bring the Jesus film to carrying this new language and the film equipment, thanks to a partnership with Mission Aviation Fellowship, which, by the way, I'd love to get one of those guys on the podcast as well, because, man, they just have had such a neat impact. But So MAF had a plane that came in. Uh, They had built an airstrip by shearing off hilltops for the planes to be able to take off. The team was joined by delegates from Wycliffe who had worked to translate the book of Luke into their own language and the leaders from several of the local denominations. So before they began showing the film, several of the leaders gave speeches about the significance of the event. To have the Jesus film in their language was incredibly special. And each one emphasized, you know, what a most precious, you know, richness for this region to be able to have the Jesus film. And pastors shared just how happy they were. And so as Jesus began, they they started the film. As Jesus began, or the Jesus film, you know, started, and Jesus began speaking in their mother tongue, the crowd was amazed and delighted. Smiles broke up across their faces, and they sat, sat in rapt attention. Even the local authority and his wife were captivated by the film. When it finished, the leaders gave an invitation for anyone to receive Christ, and 200 people came forward to pray. So obviously that highlights, Ken, the, you know, what, that, what God is doing through the Jesus film. And in our own ministry, as we have our four-step process we've talked about before in Bible translation, evangelism, church planning, and theological training, you know, to have 
200 people come forward and pray, that sure gives you a pretty good start to then church planting. For sure. Right? Yep. Provided that the Lord raises up a, a local team of people, and then you can begin doing some you know theological training amongst all of that. So, Ken, as you hear stories like this, what what comes to your mind? Um, well, you know, I'm just trying as you as you talk about the story, I, I try to envision the the place first, right? A place where no one no one's been able to get to f- by vehicle, right? Uh, that's you know that yeah, is, cars in, don't even go there. Yeah, that's intriguing yeah. in itself, right? And then the fact that they were able to create a way for a plane to land. That's intriguing. And then from that point forward, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't take much to, you know, a small, a small spark ignites a large fire, right? It's a, it doesn't take much to get people to see who is Jesus, why he came and that they have, they have this promise of salvation. I, I think it's remarkable. And, you know, and, and to think as I look at that in my, in my mind, right, with that place, to think that there's still many places like that. Um, yes. You know, we don't, I don't think we really get that as much in our world, so much access to everywhere and everything. Um, I think we forget that there really are still these remote places and, um, and they're, they're fewer, but there's enough of them out there. And that's what we've talked about for so long. That's right. Um, there's still these, uh, these unreached people. And I love seeing the drive by someone who's called to go and do and reach mm-hmm. them. That's yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it is interesting to think about that there are these places around the world where, what does this say, from the early 1970s until till 2006, there had not been a single vehicle in the village. Yeah. What do you think about that time period in the United States? That was a, you know, that's where Americans began to be able to afford cars as a family more and more and almost became essential to yeah. have a car you know, that there was no cars in this area. And so it reminds me of, you know, our friends with, uh, within reach global and, you know, my friend, David Joannis, who talks about these places they go to and they hike for a week to go to these villages in Southern, uh, China along the border there, they'll get to a, uh, they'll get to a place and ask if they've ever heard the name of Jesus. And they'll say, is that a, brand of soap or is that a shampoo or you know they they've never heard of jesus once and so to be able to get a jesus film into those places also is significant too right because then they'll get to well we can't it's not that we're only going to to to, to tell you about jesus but we're also going to get a chance to actually show you yeah you know the film so so we're hoping to be able to work with them and, uh, cause it could be a really great tool for them, I think. So I love the idea of seeing people, you know, on a motorcycle carrying a projector <laughs> on a back, in a backpack, yeah, right? Right. Tre- just trudging through the woods to get to a place that, that sounds really exciting. Yeah, yeah, that is, that really is. It is very exciting. So a couple of, uh, final notes, Ken, I just for particularly those that are watching are listening to the to the episode and they have a smartphone i wanted to make sure that everyone knew that the jesus film project also has the, a jesus film project app for both android phones and you know your iPhones and what is particularly cool about the the jesus film app is that in each of these 1600 languages where the i mean if the jesus film has been translated into a language, 
you can then stream it directly from the the Jesus Film app. And so what is cool is not only for your own use, right? That you can, you know, if you've not ever seen the Jesus film, you don't even need to order it from, yeah, from anyone. And so, yeah, you just found it on the, the app store there. So I would encourage people to download the app, obviously watch the Jesus film if you've never watched it and there's nothing to order, it just streams directly to your phone. But then I actually had a pretty cool experience with the Jesus Film app. So as we were just starting our first Bible translation project in China, I was trying to explain to people who were already Christians about the Jesus Film. And with my cell phone plan in the States, I actually get a little data when I travel overseas. And so I could just literally pull up the Mandarin Chinese Jesus Film and streamed a little bit uh, from my phone, handed him my phone, and they were just like, well, two, two reactions. One, wow, right? For whatever, you know, Mandarin Chinese they did understand, it was like it was coming through in Mandarin Chinese, but then, but then to think, could, in fact, one of them asked, could we have the Jesus film in our own language? I was like, yeah, totally. We'd love to work together with you. And they just went wild not only the idea of seeing it themselves but then they get, they began to go through the process of thinking about what it would be like in evangelism to have the Jesus film and so they were talking about then watch parties that they w- wanted to do and whatnot so our bible translation team in southwest china is just finishing the book of luke actually so so that'll be the next step is to you know in fairly short order you know then we'll, we'll be able to have the Jesus film people come who come by the way with their own recording equipment and they set up a little thing and I'm trying to remember what she told what the our friend there told us that was something along the lines of about seven or eight days of recording kind of all day mm-hmm. is what it takes to be able to you know record the Jesus film so anyway so yeah the app is available so I would encourage folks to be able to, you know, to to download it. And and uh, as a side note, Ken, the other thing about the Jesus film generally that you'd find on the app is they've done a couple of things where they've taken both parts of the Jesus film and and packaged that into smaller little films. So yeah. if, if someone didn't, I think the Jesus film was like an hour and a half, but if you didn't have an hour and a half, you know, you could watch just parts of it. And then there's a a Jesus film for children. And so they've repackaged it for that. So if you, if you, if you're, if you're doing ministry amongst kids in a particular place, it's for them. It's kind of at their level. And so uh, there's a bunch of other stuff on the app. So I would encourage people to go through that. The second part of that, the final little piece is I've been mentioning it kind of throughout the whole podcast, Ken, but I would love just to be able to reiterate why at 1-8 Catalyst we're so enthusiastic is, you know, I just think in our four-step process, the whole business of using it for evangelistic purposes. Now, there's going to be several things that we're going to use, but I don't know if there's anything more strategic than the Jesus film in our own ministry. So anyway, Ken, as we close out this episode, any last thoughts from you about the Jesus film or what we've been talking about? Well, as far as the Jesus film, I just would encourage everybody to get the app. It took about a, 
five seconds to download. Okay. And then as soon as I opened it up, um, as you said, it's that, you know, you, it shows right there that the Jesus film under one of the headings that you can watch in, in so many different languages, what a tool if you're traveling, right. To be able to share that. Yeah. Um, and then, and then it shows also the, like a couple of excerpts from the film, as you talked about where they may package something up and, um, and those are available as well. It's very cool. And um, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I, I would encourage everybody to get the app. It looks, it looks like you can personalize it. You can make a little playlist of different films. You can do mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And one thing to mention too about that quickly. So if you're, let's say you're sitting next to someone on a plane, or you have someone that speaks another language, you can go to let's just call the you know the Thai version of the Jesus film. Yeah. And there's a little button where you can just from the app you can share it with them and she's all i need is your email address or your phone number and then it sends them a link yeah so then they have it on their own phone and, and then they can it, go share <laughs> yeah and then they can share then they can just watch it yeah. kind of you know so they made it really easy as an evangelistic tool amongst non-english speakers you know yeah. at least from our context so very cool anyway so i would encourage everyone to go to crew.org and do a search for the jesus film download the app Obviously, if you want to learn more about our ministry, we're at oneaidcatalyst.org. Ken, you're at Ken Watmore on Twitter, as I recall. And then we are at, oh yeah, so, so, and I'm at uh, Missions Mike. Uh, Let me just clarify one other thing too as well. So Crew, yeah, if you go to their website, the Crew is actually spelled C-R-U.org is the name of their ministry now. So that's a good note to make as well. So anyway, thanks everyone for joining us. Please visit our own website, get in touch with Ken and I. We'd love to stay in touch. And in the meantime, we appreciate you all and we'll look forward to having you with us again on the next episode of the Made for Missions podcast.